This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drive it. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Who's There for the week of something. The last week of summer. The last week of summer, basically. I love right? that you're back last... to doing dates. That's a desperate... <laughs> no, that's not date. That's me talking about seasons, because I'm obsessed with seasons oh, now. Oh, great. As you know, Can't wait more. to talk about weather. What would you like to say about weather? <laughs> no, I don't want to talk about weather. I want to talk... Lindsay, I'm talking about seasons, as in autumn in the vineyard, summer in the vineyard. Oh, because you're obsessed. Autumn. Right. Okay. We're approaching autumn in the podcast. <laughs> this is the last episode of Summer in the Podcast, and we're approaching autumn in the podcast. Is that like a Hallmark movie where you accidentally acquire the same podcast as someone else, then you have to host it together? I'm the host of Who Weekly. No, I'm the host of Who Weekly. <laughs> Let's go to the judge and have him figure it no, out. No, we we die. We die in some horrific car accident. And then... Oh, or why? <laughs> how does it? Maybe not. I don't know what happens. Oh, we become nemeses. We become nemeses and we hate each other. And I give the podcast rights. I sign over our company to my friend and you sign over your company to your and friend. They fall and then in love. our two friends fall in love. Well, it's yeah. like a small town and there's two podcasts only and they're both about <laughs> celebrities. But there's not enough room in this town for two celebrity podcasts. So, you know, that's the battle yeah that sounds great so today on who's there we have a lot of good calls about people we've never talked about before which we always mention is our dream i think we should just get started unless you have anything else you want to say in this intro anything else about seasons or podcasts okay well i have one more thing i want to say this is a little bit of con artistry but because i know that people don't always listen till the end of the podcast i know the true friends do but not everyone because you're busy you're doing things i thought i would put this at the front of the podcast just to be a little sneaky Mm -hmm. to force you to listen um but it's all good news uh it's about our live tour like do you even know what's Mm. happening with our live tour this Friday, so tomorrow. Tomorrow. Um, all tickets will go on sale, ideally around noon. You know, who knows? Things change. We're so excited. We're going to all these places. If you haven't gotten your tickets for New York or LA, they're on sale. But on Friday, we'll have Chicago, DC, San Francisco, and that's it. <laughs> Wait, is there any? That's it, right? Uh, Boston. And Boston. Oh my god, I almost forgot Boston, Boston my yeah, hometown. Your hometown. Um, they'll all be going on sale this Friday. Um, we're so excited. Please buy tickets. I I will cry if we can't get a few bodies in each of these cities. We'll be there. We'll have merch. We'll have games. We'll have guests. We'll have a live podcast. What else could you want? I don't really... I think if any of you guys want more than that, you're being way too demanding I mean, of us Aren't you just like... Wow, I love this podcast. I wish I knew what these people looked like when they spoke these words. <laughs> mm-hmm. That'll be the show. It's going to be really good. And I really hope that you guys can make it. Tell your friends. Invite your friends. Even if they've never heard the podcast before, bring them along. I promise we'll have fun. And that's my plea to you. And now we can get the show started. Hey, called earlier, but I'm sure you've gotten thousands of calls about this, but of course, fucking Ian Palmer Alter posted a 
blushing fucking bride or mother of the child or whatever the fuck after, what was it, one week after vowing silence on social media? Okay, cool. Called your bluff, Ian. Like, what was y'all's bet? I don't know. But anyway, loving the fact that they broke the vow of silence because it just fucking gets me for some reason. Anyway, good for him, Bella Thorne. Love y'all. Bye. What? Was that... <laughs> is that... Is that just, like, drunkenness? Is that weed? Is that I just, know. like, the weight of life? That's just, like... Is that, like, like or the weight of, like, being alive in 2017? That's just the way that you get when you want to call Who Weekly 45 times. You're just, like, ooh. You're just, like, in your room. You're, like, mm, I'd love to, like, make a phone call to a podcast. And you just call a lot. But to be fair, that call was great. Oh, it's a great call. It's a great call. And I don't want to be and I don't want to be rude to the caller because there's nothing more incredible to me than the fact that people there are people on this planet who late at night will just suddenly have the impulse to call our hotline. That's crazy to me. I can't believe it. Um, It's true. But yeah, it's a great call. It's a great point. Ian Summerholder slash Nikki Reed, both liars. Um, (laughs) We have the receipts. They only had to stay quiet for like one month and they couldn't not post on their Instagram about whatever even they posted, which I think was like... They are not to be trusted. (laughs) (laughs) If you'll recall, Ian Somerhalder and Nikki Reed made headlines, not only for having a baby recently, but for saying that when the baby was born, they, they gave this interview in advance of the baby being born, like late in her pregnancy they said when the baby's born we're going to take a month off our phones like a, a vow of silence for one month i initially misread it and i thought it was a year and i was very impressed and then i saw that it was a month and i was like who cares so you're right they said they wanted to stay off social media they both could not do it because they obviously had things they had to promote <laughs> what's really funny is they agreed to do that to get press and then they realized that they had to actually promote other press that they had agreed they would promote like her fit pregnancy cover or whatever they ended up promoting pregnancy cover but the thing that ian somerholder was promoting some of the things that ian somerholder posted about were not promotions some of them were and the weird thing was we had several calls about several really funny angry calls about people being like he's promoting fucking cat con what the fuck is cat con (laughs) and like it's true there are like several photos of him promoting i guess you know, the Comic-Con for cats. Hey, man, when you when you decide you're going to take a vow of social media silence for a month, you should probably check the other contracts you have in the works that you have to promote these <laughs> stupid things that people are paying you for. Make sure they don't conflict. Something was miscommunicated. Let me read this caption. Hello, fellow cat lover. My name is Moak. It's a photo of a cat. Oh. My name is Moak, and I'm just hanging with my dad. Just to let you know, CatCon is this weekend. I am thrilled to be part of this amazing convention that not only celebrates kitties, but gives back too. I will be there Sunday only whatever i can't do this stop by the ian somerhalder foundation no. booth 411 and pick up some of our isf kitty swag see you sunday love mo i mean God, it's like it it's like percent. promo for charity so it's fine but it's just funny because it's like it's not fine Lindsay. Okay. they're liars and scammers let's move on to another liar they're liars you cannot break you cannot break your rule it's still him breaking his own okay rule, that, the self-imposed rule next scammer who the hell is rachel mccord and why did she write a book about fame when I have no idea who this person is? 
Okay. Love the podcast. Bye. Thank you so much for calling about this woman because I didn't even know she existed. And now she's my number one. She is. How do you feel? I'm, I'm trying to think of how, how, do, how, do, how do we put this? It's like. She's like if we were giving a TEDx talk on Hulebrity and we had to like invent a fake person to like check all the boxes, you know? The most important thing you can possibly do in the entertainment business is believe in yourself. I'm Rachel McCord and I get it. She would be that person. She would be that person. She'd be that person. She fills every single like, I don't even... She fills every single category. I don't even know where every to single start thing. reading her website to you or just talking about her because it's, <laughs> there's so many things. You go, you search her name, you get this website called themccordlist.com. And it says, are you ready to slay the fame game? Rachel McCord shares the secrets to get you featured in Vogue, TMZ, and the Daily Mail. Quote, I know how lame it feels to be lost and insecure in Hollywood and social media. That's why I'm sharing the secrets that got me covered in... A million and five hundred, one million five hundred. Wait, is it one billion? One billion five hundred million <laughs> press impressions, press impressions for free. Basically, this woman, the best part of this woman, and then you go to be like, who actually is she? I suspected immediately uh-huh. that she was related to Anna Lynn McCord, who is an actress who is also kind of like a who from Nano 210 update. And you go to Rachel yeah. McCord's IMDb because you're like, maybe I'll get a real bio here. And then her bio on IMDb is written by her. Can I read it to you? Jesus. Please. Named, quote, American Beauty dot 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 rising star in 2017 by. What is that? <laughs> what is that? by Daily Mail and recognized by Vogue, Forbes, and CNN recognized like they recognized her in a lineup. I don't understand what that means. Rachel McCord is a world-renowned model, author, actress, speaker, and media personality. Okay, so she wrote her own bio for IMDb. Um, But if you get below the bio, she has been on in nothing. She literally has been in, in nothing. She's been in nothing. In nothing. Um, I, wow. I want to read, but she's, she has a lot of followers. So she wrote this book about how to get famous and it's called Slay the Fame Game. And while you were talking just now, Lindsay, I must admit, I was not listening to you <laughs> because I was ordering her book. No, no, you did not order her book. <laughs> I just ordered it. And let me tell you why, because I clicked the website that said the click, the button that says buy now with one click, because listen to this, <clears throat> listen to the content of the book. Who could not want to buy this? Yeah. It's time to trade in those insecurities for hair flips, stilettos, and fabulous friends in the industry. Great. If you're an actress, model, singer, artist, I'm all for it. You need my book, just saying, as the step-by-step guide to Hear the Bullets. One, increase demand for your work as talent and monetize in the process. I want it. Two, build fame and a celebrity brand that makes you stand out. Yes, totally want yes. it. Three, collaborate with fellow celebrities and key influence. Definitely want it. Four, learn necessary skills to overcome insecurities and deal with rejection. Who couldn't want that? <laughs> Five, build a loyal fan base of people who follow and support you. Already have it. Love you hooligans. This show wouldn't exist without you, but still want more. Six, secure and slay media interviews and appearances. All I want to do is slay media interviews and appearances. So I clicked on buy now with one click. And my favorite thing here, Lindsay, so I'm like, okay, whatever. Did you it's buy it? You bought it? Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, I'm expensing it. Um, I'm not, so I'm not paying for this shit. I'm expensing it with our with our company money, Lindsay. Oh my god. 
Listen, listen. This, this is, is where the, the money for the ads you know goes to, do? by the but way, wait, guys. So if wait. you use the codes in the wait. ads, this is where the money goes to. It doesn't go to us. Like, But wait, Lindsay, this. you're not listening to me. I'm listening. At the bottom, I, this, is, this is why I did it, because I want to see how this goes. At the bottom, it says 30-day guarantee. No questions asked. 30-day refund guaranteed. If you are unhappy for any reason, get your money back. Rock solid guarantee. I'm going to return it. Oh, wow. That is truly, you thought she was a scammer. It turns out you're the scammer. Oh, gotta scam the scammer. Um, can I just say, this woman is literally a parody. Like, I don't understand how she's real. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, if we were to write a parody... I'm, I'm almost mad because if we were to do a parody of someone like this, we wouldn't be we wouldn't as good as... She has a blog, and one of the blog posts is how to be famous and not feel bad about it. Like, that's... And she has <laughs> literally 400 words about not feeling bad about being famous or something. Like, she's not... I, she's perfect. And she has... You can schedule a complimentary consultation on her website. I don't know what she consults about, but yeah, I kind of want to schedule one. Listen, so this is my favorite part. So the McCord list. Her blog. When you click about the McCord list, (laughs) the blog, it says the McCord list is a Hollywood based community of creatives, celebrities, bloggers, social media influencers, and journalists founded by quote, rising star, Daily Mail, model and author, Rachel McCord. We bring brand stories to life through photo shoots, Hollywood events, engaging content, and press stories to inspire our fans. And then it says, this is the best part of, I think this is the best part of the entire website. Services include, colon, and then there are these four services. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need services. Influential events, photo shoots, content, Mm. (laughs) and connections. And it reminded me of this. So I'm going to play this. This is one of my favorite um SNL sketches of the past like 10 years, oh, but I'm God. gonna play this. Yeah. Crystals are light and $50, plus they're diamonds. And they're perfect for Christmas, <laughs> bracelet, <laughs> necklace, business, wearing crystals. I mean, are perfect for business. I would necklace, say that's perfect, bracelet. but she has her own video. I don't know if you saw her video or played any of it because it's... Oh, no, I didn't click her video. I've been working in this industry since 2009, and I know what it's like to want to give up, to feel like you just can't measure up. Ever since I moved to Hollywood, it's like the hot people melting pot, and all of a sudden, you're around the most talented and amazing individuals in the business, and you feel inadequate, you feel insecure, you feel like you may never actually make it. I get it. Yeah, well, you click that link I put in at blog.themcordless.com. Are you going to Coachella 2017? You think I haven't Please just... read this yet? No, but what I want you to do is scroll down and just every time, starting about one third of the way down the page, her chihuahua starts making an appearance. Please look at every single photo of this chihuahua. Who hates it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. It's that the dog is looking at Ed Westwick in that photo like, please take me. Please adopt me. Anyway, Rachel We still Cord, don't even really know who she sure is. She's real. Yeah, like she... Not quite sure she's real. She might be a character played by Anna Lynn McCord. And if so, this is a truly masterful uh, piece of art and work. I feel like she's going to rip off her face and it's going to be Cola Scola underneath. Oh my God. I'm just, it's, un. this is unbelievable. Um, Rick. <laughs> I'm. Th- thank you for ordering the book. We should definitely, um, we'll do book club with it. We'll read it mm-hmm. uh, and discuss it. Let's all order it. All of our listeners should order it and then return it after 15 days. <laughs> after 15. 
I don't want to be responsible for anyone who messes up that return policy, you know? And then like I have to, you know, deal with it. So you can go on my blog at themccordless.com and check me out. Also all over social media all the time, <laughs> annoying everyone, at I am Rachel McCord. Thank you so much. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. This is Ginger, a second-time caller and long-time listener. And uh, I'm all caught up on my Who Weekly, but I noticed that you have either ignored or missed the most interesting scandal of the last couple of weeks, and that is Louise Linton's Instagram. So Louise Linton, uh, I won't go into all the details, uh, but she mocked a woman who said something to her about this stupid Instagram she sent where she and her husband are getting off an Air Force plane and she uh, hashtagged, you know, Valentino, Tom Ford, and then somebody said something about, you know, let them eat cake or something and she mocked the woman. So this was so, this woman's whole business is so pathetic. I thought, well, you know, amateur psychologist that I am, I thought there must be something wrong with her, but what is it besides pathological narcissism? So I decided to do a little research, and I found louiselinton.com, her very own personal website, which looks like it was done, you know, maybe by um, senior level um, undergraduate in graphic design, maybe. Um, and the biography is just a motherload of information about Louise, and um, I invite you to have a look at it. And basically, she drops names all over it. She basically has had a career as a as a supporting actress or a bit part player, um, and she just she just name drops all through it. You know, Robert Redford, Meryl Streep. And so reading it, I realized what her pathology is. She is a who who desperately wants to be a So I'll give you a taste of it. So uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, oh, she talks about all the filming locations she's been to, like Milwaukee and Winnipeg. So here's a uh, for instance. Louise then filmed a small role in The Midnight Man 2017 in Winnipeg which she also executive produced. This was her fourth collaboration with director Travis Sarwibney. So I guess maybe my real question is, who is Travis Sarwibney, who has collaborated with Louise at least four times? Winnipeg. Bye. What's really funny is it's when you look him up, it's like he's the director of Cabin Fever. And you're like, Oh, I that, loved Cabin Fever. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I loved Cabin Fever. No, he directed a different Cabin Fever. He directed a Cabin Fever that came out last year that's a completely different movie. Oh. So, like, I don't... A group of college students on a weekend getaway in a remote cabin are exposed to a flesh-eating virus killing them one by one. So, it's not the good Cabin Fever. It's no. not the 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 one with... Um, I like the one... Yeah, it's the one where um, Devin Sawa, like you know his skin falls off his body or whatever cabin fever the original one was an eli roth movie yeah where they're like but that's not devon sawa is it it's writer strong oh writer strong sorry i mixed up yes. my like yes 90s. sorry devon yeah. sawa you that that ruined me but yes you're we're talking about that the one. same yes. one there's it's only a remake one of that yeah it's a remake oh of i that. knew they remade cabin it in, i was thinking of cabin in the woods i was thinking of cabin in the woods this is a remake of that eli roth cabin yeah i knew fever they remade movie. it for no reason so it's not even the good one 
I, you know what I'm I saying? I guess the point is we we kind of skipped over Louise Linton, which was silly because she really is like our fave. This woman, she like came out of a plane. She's she like tagged all of her brands. She like is basically a dating a Trump advisor. But what's really crazy is that if anyone here remembers last year, there was drama about her too. She, She's married to him. Well, she wrote, remember her memoir about going to Africa that was like not true? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That came out last year. She wrote a book called In mm-hmm. Congo's Shadow, which is now out of print. So depressing. Because it was a lie. Um, yeah, it, like, wasn't really the truth. And she wrote a piece in the Telegraph last year uh, that was that had the headline, How My Dream Gap Year in Africa Turned Into a Nightmare. And everyone was like, excuse me? And then did, which actually <laughs> that link doesn't even go to anything anymore. And yeah. everyone was like, uh, what? And then did a little digging. And it was like, what the hell? Yeah, they took the article down. They took the article down, and her book, it turns out, was self-published with Amazon's, like, self-publishing house or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she just told this horrible story about, like, how she was attacked by rebels or something terrible. Um, And it just, like, wasn't really true. Um, And that was all drama with her. So it's funny that she's back with, like, another drama from basically, like, the Mm -hmm. same place, you know, from the same origin. Yes. But I do want to read, I do want to read um, her IMDb page. Yeah. Because the, her character names are very, very good. Okay. Let's start from the bottom and just work our okay. way up. Amy. <laughs> Simone DeLille. And then in Lions for Lambs, the one that she names drops, Robert Redford and Meryl Streep. Her character was skincare consultant. No, 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 no. <laughs> in the Echo, she was Katie. In Banking on Love, she was Dina. In The Heineken Experience, colon, Brew You, parentheses, short film, she was Gorgeous Woman. No. <laughs> in Screwball, the Ted Whitfield story, she was Shannon Storm. Wait, I'm sorry. In the Can Power of You, she was Skincare Consultant. <laughs> skincare Consultant. Skincare Consultant. Beautiful Woman. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay, I can't talk about her anymore. I feel like she's been everywhere. I'm glad we have this on the podcast. So if anyone who by chance missed this news gets to pay attention to it, but like there's nothing else to say about her. Yeah, And she recently made her Instagram private because of all of the, mm. the backlash. Mm, really? Okay. Um, Next call. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Bobby. Did Lost produce any them? I don't mean them at the time, but just like today them. Okay. Let me know. The form bell form. This is um, tough. I my here's my argument. Yeah. Yes. Who? But not actors. Oh. Oh the oh JJ Abrams. I think it I think it solidified JJ Abrams as a them. And uh, and it made Damon Lindelof into like something sort of approaching them territory. Well JJ Abrams is definitely a them. I would argue that michelle rodriguez is them too i was thinking that too but michelle rodriguez was she was before that more she was before that she was like the bigger name when she signed on because she had been in like she got famous off that that, what was that girl fight she had already become famous like because of girl fight in the fast and the furious but what's crazy about this that that's why that i liked that question so much is that you can have like the biggest show in america that goes on for so many seasons and everybody watches and talks about and these people can still go on to like do not much do you know what i mean they're all kind of like tv people that's what's gonna happen with game of thrones that's what's gonna happen that's gonna it's gonna be even worse for game of thrones because they're all british so it adds even more obscurity to them 
Do you know who's in the cast of Lost too? Full circle. Ian Somerhalder. You got it. That is of true. Course. Of course. He dies in the first season, doesn't he? I forget, honestly. He has like the sis- he has like the sister and then he dies. But I just remember that people were like, Wow, Josh Holloway is gonna be huge. Wow, Evangeline Lilly is gonna be huge. Wow, Maggie Grace is gonna be huge. And the answer to that was no. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Holloway was like the uh Vigo the Vigo wannabe. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a bunch of um really solid like B C list TV actors though that came out of this. Like Daniel mm-hmm. Day Kim did um Hawaii uh that show. Oh, yeah. And Hawaii then Bible. you know, obviously I think Terry O'Quinn is in the new dynasty. And you know, Matthew Fox does stuff, I think. Maggie Grace went a little nuts, uh sorry. And the guy Dominic Monaghan, that the guy from hobbit he does stuff too i mean Mm -hmm. you know what's actually sort of interesting i'm sorry that lost another them uh them uh, maybe them's the wrong word he's not a them but his career was skyrocketed because of lost and he's like very successful it's just that this particular profession doesn't generate thems uh michael g aquino he did the score for lost and he oh, had only I've done, never heard of him. He had all, you will know all of his he he became like Pixar's Golden Boy and Star Trek. So like he had only done like video games basically before, and then he got lost, and then he did The Incredibles, he did Ratatouille, he did Up, he does. Um, I mean, he deserves it. He literally invented sounds for that show that like yeah. created the show's uh, drama and suspense. Because when you rewatch that show, it's really so much about like sounds. Yeah. And he, uh, it's so much about sounds. He's been nominated for an Oscar. Um, He does several movie scores a year, and they're all, like, eh, they're getting a little, uh, he's sort of... Same, same. He's getting a little same, same at this point. Anyway, that's kind of cool, because I don't think, I think he's sort of, he he got a partnership with J.J. Abrams, and then they started doing stuff together. But anyway, that's kind of interesting. Yeah. More successes off, like, behind the camera than in front of the camera, which makes sense for an ensemble show. Because it does, because people. it's almost like there's too many people to focus. You're right. People. You're right. Even though there were stars at that show, there really weren't stars. But yeah, that I think I don't know if J.J. Abrams was a household name before Lost. Even no, though people he wasn't. Were, even though his shows were popular. He wasn't. His shows were popular. For, because everyone was like, oh, remember J.J. Abrams did Felicity? It's not like anyone was like, oh, have you heard of when Felicity was airing? They were like, J.J. Abrams. It was remember when he got famous from Lost. Everyone was like, oh, he did Felicity. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they looked mm-hmm. back at it and were like, oh, that's so funny. <clears throat> Moving on. Interesting call. Thank you for the call. Um, I just realized we haven't even, no one even really called, well, people did call, but they weren't that interesting about the VMAs. Like, no one even cared about the VMAs. Or no did one, they care? It, lowest, no one, it was the lo- lowest ratings in VMA history. Lower than last year. <sighs> so, like, literally no one cared. Because we yeah, didn't no really get a ton of people being like, oh, you must talk about who is da 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 that much as usual. Yeah. And also, it's been probably five five-ish, five, six years of the VMAs being um, populated by Who's or, like, completely overrun by Who's. So it's just sort of old hat at this point. Like, no, everyone expects it. Everyone expects when they turn on the VMAs, they're not going to know anyone is. It's not novel anymore. Whatever. Um, Yeah. And no one watches, so... Do we want to do one more This Funny VMAs thing or no? This Did you see this Gwen Stefani thing? No. What is it? 
Yeah, there's a call. Hey, Who Weekly. This is Emily from Brooklyn calling. I'm calling about the VMAs, which I'm watching right now. And I'm sure you got in a million calls about this. But this is about Gwen Stefani tweeting about Julia Michaels winning Best New Artist. So she said she accidentally screenshotted. I, I don't know if it's a screenshot. It's like a picture of a screenshot of an exchange with someone named Justin Tratner who texted her asking her to vote for Julia Michaels. So Gwen posts a picture anyway of that conversation and then also puts hashtag vote Julia Michaels at Julia Michaels Best New Artist. Hashtag excited for you, Julia Bunny, cuteness, heart, GX. Who is Justin Tratner? Why does he care so much about Julia Michaels and... Why did Gwen Stefani do this, right? By good form, Bellhorn. Justin Tranter, he's a songwriter. So if this is the only VMAs thing we talk about, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. It's really, really funny. <laughs> it's really funny. So Justin Trantner and Julia Michaels are writing partners, and they used to write songs for people. That was, like, how they got started. And yeah. then she broke off to be, um, like, a singer. So now she has, like, a singer, singing career. He has written so many songs for, like, really, really famous songs. Like, he wrote... Um, Love Myself, Haley Steinfeld. He wrote Hands to Myself. He wrote Good for You by Selena, by Selena Gomez. He wrote Cake by the Ocean. He yeah. wrote a lot He's, of Gwen Stefani yeah. songs from her most recent album. So that's why they're texting because they're friends. Lindsay, he wrote your fave Slumber Party. Oh, I love Slumber Party. So I guess my what's but what's funny about this is not the fact that Justin Trantner is is texting Gwen Stefani saying, hey, can you tweet vote for Julia Michaels? He's trying to get Julia Michaels to win. She lost, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, so this didn't work. The point is, is that Gwen Stefani seems to have such a such a not such a small grasp on social media that she did the most roundabout weird thing that I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> really... she, like how old is Gwen Stefani? I mean, she's like, I've never seen Gwen Stefani show her age because she looks like she's maybe 20 years old, but she's actually how old? I'm not even going to guess. 45. Okay. Point being, this is like the most that Gwen Stefani has ever showed her age is in this social 47. media exchange. Wow. Can you, she looks incredible. Like she's <laughs> crazy. Okay. Point being, so he texts her, like like the caller said, vote for, can you put this in a tweet? Just put this in a tweet. And Copy he, the Literally, photo. he gives her the exact tweet, including the, my girl at I'm Jay Michaels is in the final but, round. Here's vote the tweet. So literally, she goes, okay, I'm going to screenshot this. And he's like, no, you have to put Like, the- I'm going to screenshot your text. Right, and put it, like, in my Twitter, which doesn't make any sense in any level. It'd be one thing if she was, like, on my Instagram. She didn't do that. She put it on her... So then instead of... So then she... Then he was like, no, you have to put the text in. So she's like, <laughs> oh. She just writes, oh. And then what she ends up doing, which is, like, even more psycho than my be- like my wildest social media dreams, is that she takes a screenshot of her entire desktop, which includes a background... No, she doesn't. She takes a photo of oh, her a photo. computer screen. She doesn't even take a screenshot. <laughs> she takes a photo of her computer screen on which... Wait, a photo so do you of think her she... being kissed by Blake Shelton is the desktop background. Wait, so you think, so she means, when she says screenshot, she means a shot of her screen, not a screenshot. I'm going to take a shot of this screen. So she takes a picture of her computer. <laughs> the background is a photo of her and Blake kissing. And in on the desktop is the text message between her and she Justin She has Trainer. iMessage open. She has iMessage <laughs> She has iMessage open. She's taking a photo. To her credit... She put some text in the tweet that does have the right indicators, but she didn't copy and paste the what he asked her to copy and paste. 
But if you didn't know what was going on, you would have no idea what this tweet meant if you didn't look at the image. Because the copy is that she wrote in the actual tweet, not in the, the shot on a screen. I don't want to call it a screenshot. Hashtag vote Julia Michaels. <laughs> Correct. At Julia Michaels. Not her handle, number one. <laughs> and then she writes, best new artist. In the best new artist. Hashtag excited for you, Julia Bunny. And then a bunny emoji. And then she writes, cuteness. Heart GX. What? This is the most wild use of social media I've seen in a long time. Not gonna it's, lie. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. It really is like I, like you've had, you're having this conversation with your mother, who is Gwen over Stefani. 60. <laughs> right. Gwen Stefani should know better. Should she? Maybe that's a stretch. I just feel like Gwen Stefani should hire somebody who knows better. I don't know. I don't think she needs to know better. What but I'm this saying is, the, is. This is the Rube Goldberg machine of doing what Justin Tranter asked can, her to do. You can look like you're 25 years old for the rest of your life, Gwen Stefani, but if you're pulling this shit on social media, people are going to know that you're not 25 years old. <laughs> it's wild. I can't believe it. Anyways, this is the best thing that happened about the VMAs. Nothing else good happened. <laughs> yep. And I think that's it. And now we're done. Yeah, we're done. Let's be done. Um, thank you to all the callers for calling in. Thank you to Gwen Stefani for giving us a great tweet. It was amazing. Thank you to Justin Tranter for, you know, getting this out of her. And thank you to Rachel McCord for being such a wonderful author um, and for discounting your book so that we could buy it. I'm excited But also, thank you to everyone for buying tickets to our show, which goes on sale tomorrow. You're thinking them in advance? Yeah. Okay. I'll think them again the week after, but I'm just saying, like, thank you in advance for <laughs> buying tickets to our show. Um, yeah, so thank you to everyone, um, and we will see you. Oh, no, we don't have an episode this Monday. We're off Monday. Oh, we are. Yeah, we're off. We are? So we'll see you next week. Wow, we're off Monday. What a tragedy. Um, so see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye. You will drive Yeah. Five, build a loyal fan base of people who follow and support you. Already have it. Love you, hooligans. This show wouldn't exist without you, but still want more. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>